to the Generational Gamers uh, podcast. This is episode three. Yeah. Three! We made three! And you know what? It did not take us three weeks to start recording this time. Um, we're actually it's almost right at the two-week point, which is what we're aiming for. Yeah. Um, you know, one other podcast I've listened to a bit, they do it monthly, and I understand why. Uh, but I would like to do it more often than that. I think it's a little more fun to actually have these conversations, which is why we do this thing um, to begin with. Uh, so I am one of your hosts, John Beeler. Here with me, good old Ben Butler. Woo. There you go. We gotta get, we gotta get some good um, like opening things and a good sign off at the end too. That I think we're we're lacking at this point. I think that takes a minute. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, get. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll stumble across one that'll be perfect, and it'll be us. That's that's what we need. So, uh, you know, so we hung out yesterday. So we've talked, to, you know, a bit about between the two of us what's been going on in life and whatever else. Uh, but we'll start, you know, as most gaming podcasts do, which is, what have you been playing lately? So, Prime for Destiny, Rise of Iron, getting, uh, getting ready for the new expansion, accruing materials, spending time just grinding a lot. Uh, do you, do you like the grind? I hate grinding video games. Man, yeah. Now, do you, do you like grinding in, like, RPGs and stuff? Yeah, so, I mean, stuff like, uh, Skyrim, or even, throw it back a little bit more, Oblivion, Right, like just uh, leveling like certain skills, like archery, like very grindy or sneak. It's like sneaking in circles around people. And you oh. enjoy this? Oh man, yeah. I mean, you talk about like a starting out like World of Warcraft, like 2006. There was a fishing skill that was just like pure, just sitting there, like mindlessly fishing away. But once you got it up, there were some cool things you could do with it, or uh, you know, first aid, which is another where you just had to accrue materials and then make items repetitively from like you know, 3,000 times, whatever it was. So so this is one of the things that's kind of nice about uh, doing this podcast uh, with, with me and you doing it is that we definitely come to gaming from some very different sides. Very much. Like, I, I, I want to say grinding is one of my least favorite things. I was playing uh, Earthbound a while back, yeah. uh, which... which the story-wise, the characters are just phenomenal. Like, it's, it's hilarious... But I got to this point where I'm like, nope, I cannot beat this unless I go out and just grind and grind and grind. And I haven't really gone back to it. I should. I, I, I want to take it down. I want to beat this game. But I just, ah, the grinding kills me. And, right. and there are some games that do it like better than others. World of Warcraft has gone very much away from the grind. And there's yeah. some things like Destiny when it first came out had a lot of grind to it that was inconsequential. Like it felt like you were doing it for nothing. You know, the... The old, you know, kill ten hogs, get nothing from it, kill ten more hogs, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. But but you're enjoying the grinding now. Yeah, because it's prep work, right? So the goal is, you know, when the, the new expansion hits, to get to a higher point so I can be on the first group that goes into the new raid. So, okay, is there a level cap? There is. And you're at it? Yeah, for the current expansion I am, yes. So what is how how do you get I mean, what is getting higher mean at this point? Is this prestige? Is there like you have like a gamer score? No. So uh, right now there's just like a cap. Your grimoire, which is the amount of like story you uncovered, has a, a cap to it. The level does and the light does. So the thing a lot of people are doing now is they're getting what it's called planetary materials, which is stuff you use to upgrade your armor. Yeah. And then uh, engrams, which engrams decode into new items. 
So you can get these things that are not decoded yet, and you can just hoard them like a like a junkie. And you sit on them, and when the new expansion drops, you can start decoding them, and they'll decode at a higher light to get you to the new max. Okay, okay. So that's what people are doing, is just grinding to get exotics and legendaries to decode once the new game hits. And the thing is, no one knows, Bungie won't say whether or not... Uh, it's going to work, like, that they'll decode at a higher light level, but yeah. everyone's helpful. Now, you would be just playing this game anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's not, it's not like it's changing what you're doing because no. this is happening. Yeah, I'm just hoarding more than I normally do. Okay, I gotcha, I gotcha. Uh, anything else you've been trying uh, to play lately? Pokemon Uranium, man. Oh, jeez. All right, we will, in just a little bit, we'll get into that. Yep. Okay, because that goes along with something else that I want to talk about before we get into our main, our main topics today. How about you? Uh, so, what have I been playing? Um, not a whole lot, actually, which is kind of strange. I've been busy the last few days mm-hmm. buying the new car for the wife. Uh, fancy new carpet. A fancy new carpet, which really destroyed that day, and I appreciate you coming over and helping me move stuff around. Yeah, one my... um, and then, oh man, I don't know. But buying the new car, and I told you about this, but I'll, I'll tell you, it was one of the coolest things. When I was sitting there talking with the finance guy, I already gotten past all the stuff he was trying to sell me on, so we're just, you know, bullshitting while I'm signing pieces. Like, hand me paperwork as we're having conversations, and we're talking about, like, you know, legally how you have to have your gun if you have kids in the house. And, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he started talking about the show called Snapped, which is all about women who snap and kill their husbands and almost get away with it, and it's like a... It's like a Dateline type show, so it's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He and I got in this conversation about wives killing us. Uh, we got in conversations about how, like, my wife keeps bringing home too many cats, and his wife keeps trying to bring home dogs, but both only want them when they're babies, and then not so much when they're adults. Everyone wants puppies. Everyone yeah, wants puppies dogs. or kittens, and then as soon as they're not cute anymore, they don't care about them. So we were, we were talking about that, and then we were talking about how I wanted to make my room. The game room is, is turning into mine, right? And yeah. you see, you've seen my game room. It's it's nowhere near mine yet, but it's getting there. It's got my consoles, uh, which hopefully there'll be more at some point. Um, it's got uh, on my on my shelf. It's got my DC and my Marvel characters, which are about where I want them. I'll, I'll keep watching the boxes to see if any you know major one I really want comes up. Uh, but what I'm going to do, and I was telling him this, so the poster you gave me, the Zelda poster, I, I'm going to get a little frame for it. I'm going to put it on, I think, the right side of the TV. Okay. Up on the wall. On the left side, I'm going to build a Triforce-shaped shelf. And it's going to have, I saw this on, I don't know, on the internet somewhere, and it's going to have the, the yellow lights between, on the three. Yep. <clears throat> and then up there, I'm going to put all my Zelda stuff that I will acquire. So this thing is going to have to be decent size. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think the wife's just going to let me do it just because, I don't know, I just bought her a new car. Yeah. <laughs> so what, is, what is she going to say? Um, so, did that. Uh, I've, been, I've been playing uh, Final Fight, which you haven't seen yet. No. Uh, I thought it was a two-player one. Apparently, Final Fight 2 is a two-player one, but we're still going to have to... Your Final Fight's one of the greatest Super Nintendo games. I love it to death. Uh, I've been playing some Street Fighter 2. There you go. Um, so, that's that was a lot of fun. Um, I'm thinking. Did I tell you about the Retron in the or the Retron Five? We talked briefly about it. So I'm, I, I might go up tomorrow and talk to the guy. I haven't made the decision if I want to do it. Cause it's like 170 bucks. Yeah. 
Now, I have about $90 in points on Amazon right now. Mm. So it takes it down to only like 80 bucks, which that's not that's not bad. Uh, if I can't get it through him, if I can buy it through him, then anytime you buy a console through him, he gives you $10 towards any game you want. Oh. So that'll kind of, you know, that would, that would kind of play in, um, play in to some extent. But I'm going to try to go down there and talk to him. Uh, for any listeners, I, I, I found a retro game stop or game shop not too far from here with this really awesome owner who I'm hoping, and you know, maybe next week I'll go interview him. Uh, you have to look at where your schedule is and see if you want to join us or not. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm looking at the Retron 5 because I want to be, like, I don't want to ever own a Genesis. But there's a couple of Genesis games I wouldn't mind owning. Yeah. You know, um, the, the big fight I keep having with myself, and on somewhere in this notebook, I have a list of, like, original Nintendo games that I can download on the eShop. And they're five bucks a piece, right, give or take. And there's a lot of them there, but it's... Still, it's not the same as having the cartridge and having it sitting there and being able to look at it. So, I, I don't know. I'm still fighting with that one. Um, the other thing, and I wanted to ask you about this. Did you, after texting yesterday, did you download the beta for Battlefield 1? Mm-hmm. Did you hear what happened yesterday? No. So, yesterday I got home after I talked to you. Um, so, I don't know. 30 minutes after I talked to you or whatever. I get home. Uh, I go in while I'm getting ready to get my lunch going, and I download the beta for Battlefield 1. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm going to play a little bit. I got some other stuff I need to do, but I'm going to play a little bit. So while I'm eating, I'm watching a couple of videos that talk about the different classes, talk about how to spawn inside vehicles and the different vehicles, because there's a, there's like um, the horses, planes, and like a Jeep maybe or something like yeah. that. And you could be like the back gunner on these planes. Oh, yeah, it, man. It, yeah. So, so I go on. It takes me a couple tries to get into a game, but I get into a game. And I want to say, by the time I was in the game, like I was the, f- it, there was four people, and you just hop right in. Yeah. And uh, I want to say the other four people eventually left as new and new people came in. So, so I, I played it. I played through maybe one one deal. It's beautiful. Is the it? game plays great? Um, I suck. I don't think I, I, I shot a couple horses. There you go. That's I tried. Yeah. I tried each of the different classes, and in some of the classes are really cool. I mean, you got the support guy that can go do ammo drops for people, yep. but he also has this massive machine gun. Um, I didn't do the medic at all. I tried the sniper, which is a scout. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like snipers, but apparently you have to worry about you know bullet drop and wind and stuff like that in the shooting. So I'm sitting there, sitting there sniping, and a guy running by on a horse, and I shoot him. And it's, so you hear, you see some points come off or whatever indicates you hit something. And it's like damage to horse. And then someone <laughs> else like took the horse down afterwards. So I, I never actually hit an actual person. Um, I got annihilated a number of times by people because I'm just, I'm not good. I'm not good. I'm, I'm going to keep playing the beta. Yeah. I doubt I'm going to buy the real thing just because I don't have the time to put into it to become good. Um but it's really cool. But then, so last night, and I saw you were on Xbox last night. Yeah. So I thought maybe you were playing it. So I get on, and I log in, and I'm trying to do the matchmaking, and it failed to matchmake, failed to matchmake, failed to matchmake, failed to matchmake. So I'm like, oh, screw it. So I went off, started playing some Jet Force Gemini on uh, Rare Replay. <laughs> uh, I come back, failed to matchmake, failed to matchmake. I'm like, what is going on? So I go, I go on Twitter this morning, and apparently their servers went down for 10 hours on the launch day of the beta. Holy 10 hours of all these people trying to play, and that's why I couldn't get in. Well, that's what, you know, the betas are there for, is stress test the system. I, yeah, but, I mean, and maybe, maybe that maybe it was a stress test, I, I don't know. 
But uh, I found that really, really interesting. So, all right. Anything else as far as what you've been playing, what you've been doing? Nah, that's about it. Hurt my finger yesterday. That's why I'm making these sense. Okay, so before you came over um, okay. while I was texting you, a Nintendo Direct happened. Now, I don't know if you were watching Nintendo Direct, and I don't want to, and, and you know, I'm not going to go all super deep into this thing because it, it, most of it doesn't matter. But it was a 3DS Direct. It was all about 3DS games. Cool. Um, they did mention the Nindies, which is the Nintendo Indie Games, and every Thursday for the next, starting today, for the next like th- four Thursdays maybe, a different indie is dropping at a reduced price. So today, Ooh. and I might, I might go download this here shortly, is Axiom Verge. Never. Um, I want to say it's out on maybe the PS4 or the Vita or something like that, but it is a uh, a, a Metroid. It's, it's effectively a Metroid game. Okay. But people just ran rave about how amazing this thing is. Right. So they just they dropped mention of that. And if you know, I'm not buying a bunch of other expensive stuff, I'm gonna have to pick that up. Yeah. But they talked about a few different things with this 3DS games, and I wanted to bring them up um, just for your reaction. Okay. okay. So first of all, you played Mario Maker. Have you messed around with Mario Maker I over have. at my house? Yeah. Okay. Amazing concept great game. Ryan, my five-year-old, loves making levels that aren't realistic. They're <laughs> releasing a Mario Maker 3DS game. And it... I don't think I'll get it, unless we want to get it for Ryan at some point or something, but it's really cool. And if you're at home, or somewhere where you got Wi-Fi, yep. you can play actual you know, ones that people have made through the Wii U. And not every single one will come over, but a lot of them will. That's really neat. Yep. And it's got the touchscreen, so you can do all the stuff with the touchscreen to actually make the levels. Uh, I guess there's a couple specific things for it. You can play it on the go, but you won't be playing those levels. You can also make levels. If you make a level on it, you have to have another person with a 3DS, and you can send it to them. You can't send it to the cloud for the people download. You can just send it directly one 3DS to another. Oh. And it seems like a number of things that they announced today are trying to get people with 3DSs together. And if you're in that situation... The 3DS is amazing. I mean, playing you know local multiplayer on the 3DS there's some really cool games you can do that way. Um, I, I think it's big in Japan, maybe. Mm. So, anyways, that looked really cool. I thought that looked really cool. Something strange. I kind of understand. I've heard a lot of people talk about it, but Animal Crossing. You're playing Animal Crossing when you? Yeah, I have, I know the concept. But I've played it in passing. Okay, so Animal Crossing New Leaf came out in 2013. Okay. They're putting an update out for it here soon. Really? Yeah. Three years after it came out, they're doing an update. And I want to say the big thing is just for Amiibo support. Because they have all those Animal Crossing Amiibo cards. Uh, I didn't know. So yeah. So I, the only reason I bring that one up at all. Because it's three-year-old game that's getting an update. That's different. You and, don't see that very often. No. But it's, I mean, it's part of Nintendo doing what Nintendo does. Okay. Two, two of the exciting things. So this one's first is, is exciting to me very much so. They showed four new Amiibos that they're releasing. Okay. I'm going to buy them all. I already told Amy on the phone earlier. <laughs> as soon as I can figure out how to pre-order them, I'm pre-ordering them because I don't want to miss out on this. The first one is an 8-bit Link. Now, have you, seen wow. the, have you seen the 8-bit Mario one? No. Okay. Well, it looks like 8-bit Mario, but it's, it's pretty good size. Yeah. This one is a Link. It's 8-bit Link. The second one is an Ocarina of Time Link. So it's Link in the form of the Ocarina of Time game yep. with an Ocarina. 
the next two are the Toon Links. It's a Toon Link and a Toon Zelda um, two-pack. So from um, the Wind Waker. So he's got the Wind Wand, and then you got Zelda looking like she does in the Wind Waker. Cool. I am so excited. <laughs> like, I am so excited. Um, I've just got to be able to pre-order them. I'm going to pre-order them all, and Amy can wrap them and put them under the tree. I don't care. I don't care when I get them. Just one. I just want to make sure I do get them. Because right now, the Toon Link um, Amiibo is like 45 bucks. You can't find it anywhere. Damn. And this one looks a little bit different, but the initial Toon Link one from, from uh, Smash Brothers, 45 bucks. Okay. Now, here's the last part of this, the Nintendo Direct, that, that will... Uh, that will interest you a little bit, and, okay. and we'll get into because uh, we're talking about Pokemon Uranium. Okay. So, uh, one thing that you and I discussed was that you are definitely going to be playing Pokemon um, Sun and Moon. Yeah, I'm okay. excited about it. Which one are you going with? You said you told me before you already decided. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Moon. Is there a reason for that? I had Blue back in the day. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean that's... any reason's a good reason, right? Yeah, there. that's Blue, Silver, Sapphire. I think that's where I stopped with Sapphire. Okay, so because of that, and because Pokemon Uranium came out and it's free, yeah, I can play it on my tablet, although a little janky, but I can play it on this. I'm giving Pokemon Uranium a try. Now, you said you're how far into it? I am seven badges into it, probably about 21 hours. That's insane. Yeah. So, how many how many badges are the total? There's eight, and there's the... The final four, or elite four. I think it's called the Tandor Championship in this one. Okay. Now, is there a lot of grinding that's going along in this? Not as much as I expected there to be. Uh, there's actually a... The Pokedex is like 190 strong. Yeah. And there's some like side areas that aren't necessarily like... You don't have to go in the story, but you can. So I've been just doing a lot of uh, like other things... Trying to go around and sharp the Pokédex and you see, I mean... So, how many have you collected? Probably 120. Are you serious? Yeah. I've I've got like six. I've got, no, seven total and one's a repeat. (laughs) Now, do you keep repeats? No. You just ditch repeats? Yeah, unless they have different, so there's like abilities. So some will have like thick fur or strong skin or something, I'll keep those. Okay, one thing I'm going to need you to do before you leave my house today is show me how to change them around... Because you got the six, mm-hmm. and you got the ones that are like somewhere else. Yep. But you can only fight with the six. Yeah. And I have no idea how to put one from somewhere else into the six. Done. Okay. I'm yeah. going to need that help because I know nothing about Pokemon. But this brings me back, right, to what, yep. what, I'm, what I'm doing is I'm, I'm going to play through I'm going to play through Uranium. Yep. Um, I want to play enough of it to get a feel for am I going to be able to enjoy it to play Sun? I guess I would play Sun if you had Moon. Um, am I going to enjoy it enough to spend the money to play Sun? And so that's what I'm trying to figure out right now. Um, and the, the the idea that I threw at you and that you seemed pretty excited about was that if, if I do do this, what we would do is we would both get them. We'd get to like the opening, you know, start saying close the three S's, come here, hit record, open, and just talk our way as we start the game, get our initial ones for however long we want to record something like that. Yeah. And then, you know, just kind of you know, update each other and stuff like that as, as we go through and, you know, hopefully go through, go through the game somewhat together in yeah. a way. And I think I'll, I think I would enjoy that more than just, you know, by myself. Yeah. Grinding it out. Yeah. You know, having some, having some other cause to be doing it than just, you know, me sitting there cause I'm bored. All right. So in the direct, 
they showed some more stuff on Pokemon Sun and Moon. I, I don't think there's anything new, okay. but they were just showing some videos. And the first thing I noticed, and especially compared to what I've seen in some other ones, is this one's beautiful. Like, it is really cool looking. The graphics, like, it's not the top-down-ish. You're kind of, like, behind the guy when he's walking. I don't know if that's different from the last set, but... I don't know. I haven't played in a long time. I actually haven't been keeping up with the news. I was just, you know, because of my resurgence to this Pokemon Uranium, I was like, yeah, let's do it. If we're going to play it together, that'd be awesome. Well, it looks... I mean, it does. It, the game looks really cool. It, it looks Nintendo. Yep. Brighter colors... More rounded, more cartoony-ish a little bit and stuff, but it does look really cool. The second thing is, so there's some Pokemon that are coming back from previous, that have been there, and there's some ones that are brand new. Okay. Right? Now, the ones that have come back have different um, regional, what do they call it there? Um, uh, Forms? Yeah, they're changed because of the region. Okay. So there's... I want to say, like, the egg guy. Doesn't he turn into something where it's, like, a bunch of them? Yeah, executor. Yeah, I want to say in this one, he looks like a palm tree. Like, his neck is stretched out, and that makes him kind of look more palm tree-ish. Really? Yeah, it's, it's weird. But they, they specifically showed in this one, Rattata. Okay. And he is a dark Pokemon now. Don't know what that means, if it has any significance. But what killed me, what absolutely killed me, was that... The reason behind it. So the story is that these Rattatas, like, in, got brought over and basically, like, went hog wild reproducing and, like, took over Hawaii, which is where this is. There's so, so yeah. too many. So they, I want to say they brought in, and they showed some other Pokemon, that they brought in to kind of control that population. So to hide from them, they became nocturnal animals, and that's why they're dark. And I was like, this is the most ridiculous thing. So. It's kind of strange that they thought it out that deeply. Exactly. Like, if they just be like, oh, here he's dark, or here, just put the same normal, I mean, I can understand. There might be, like, the diehard fans, like, oh, not this guy again. Especially a Rattatad, right? Yes. All right. <laughs> but still, I mean, they really put some thought into that one. And cool. uh, I, and I'm assuming, I'm assuming there's, like, backstories for all of them. Yeah. But that was the one they showed in the direct. Um. So, that's all I want to do on the Direct. I mean, they, they mentioned some other stuff, but it's it's a bunch of Nintendo stuff, and we are not a Nintendo podcast. No. So, what we're going to start talking about, and uh, we'll see if this becomes the whole topic, or if it gets broken down to another topic afterwards, but Generational Gamers Podcast, we like to talk about how the generations change, how stuff goes across the generations, and a new generation is starting, or at least a new half generation, Yeah. however you want to look at it. And I'm hoping that you could give me insight onto either why I should care, why anyone should care, why the fuck they're doing this, um, and different stuff like that. And then, you know, I'll get into one of the ones I know more about, got the new Nintendo console coming in. And I want to get your opinion on a couple, like, little things that they talked about on that. So, to start with, the Xbox S, no, Xbox One S. One S, yeah. Is out now. Yeah. Okay. Is a good thing? Uh, I mean, for some people, yeah. Uh, like myself, so I... I don't know if we've talked about this, but I was actually looking at getting one, specifically due to the fact that uh, the Xbox One is very cumbersome, and I like to travel with my Xbox. Okay, that's that was kind of what I was, I was curious about. Not yeah. the traveling, but why, why it's important to have a small... For me, it doesn't matter. It sits on my shelf. Yeah, and that's... I mean, for a lot of people, that's what it is. And I guess... 
to me, I never really understood the slim console concept. Because from what a lot of people have said about the, not specifically the 1S, but the PlayStation Slim that's coming out, was it feels not as well put together. Like it feels like cheaper material. It, well, it might be, so that they'd be cheaper. Yeah, and that could possibly be part of it. And also, you know, refine the process for manufacturing, brings the, process, the price down. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so in the past, I've never needed that. Like, I had my original Xbox till I got red-ringed, and then I got a new one. Yeah. Uh, or the 360, and then my original Xbox lasted, you know, forever. Forever along that generation was. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I've never needed... Uh, a slim before, but in this case, just due to the fact that I have the money, I'm a working adult, and I like to pack my Xbox up and take it with me. I was actually looking to upgrade to it. Okay, now, would you upgrade to it now, knowing that the Scorpio's on the horizon? Because, okay, so, yep. so, the, so the 1S, yep. right, it's smaller size, it's got the internal whatever that big chunky thing on your cord is called. Yep. Um, those are really quiet. Those are really nice. Uh, you don't use Connect, do you? No. Not okay. at all. I really like having the Connect. I don't use it for a Connect, but I like having the option of voice commands and, and the way everything works together. But you don't use that, so that's not a factor for you. Yeah. Um, it does output in 4K, but you don't have a 4K TV, do you? No. Not yet. Do you have... Do you have, do you have the intentions... Of oh, yeah. buying one because this is out, or just to buy one? That and football season starting. Okay. Yep. Now, and supposedly the performance is like ever, ever so tiny, slightly better? Yeah, so that was actually one of the, the kind of interesting things was, you know, Microsoft was very adamant about saying there was no performance boost. And somebody went through and did some testing. One of the... Oh, it's... Oh, what is that company that does all that stuff? Yeah, I cannot think of who it is now. I know what you're talking about. They go through and do all the all the how many frames per second things run yeah. and stuff. Yeah, and I mean there was a slight boost. Now, granted, it wasn't enough for you know people to be like, oh man, you know, groundbreaking software. You know, well, I think and one of the arguments I heard for why they said there's no difference right by Microsoft is because I mean, it's not enough of a difference that you're really gonna probably notice it, and if yeah. it doesn't quite perform that way, you're gonna have a bunch of people pissed off. Yeah, so that's yeah, I can understand where they're coming. Okay, so, okay, but with Scorpio on the horizon, so we don't know exactly, okay, we don't know exactly what Scorpio is going to be. Yep. We don't know when it's coming out. No. All right, it could be a year from now. I would guess it would be about a year from now. Yeah. Um, it's going to have six teraflops. <laughs> yeah, which sounds like a made-up thing, but it's... It, it's no, I, I, yeah, I've actually, yeah. I've actually heard the definition of what that means, and I'm like, oh, well, that's scientifically cool. But, I mean, practically, who cares? Yep. I mean, not to say who cares. People care. Um, so that's coming out. Yep. Now, and that's going to be 4K. Yep. 60 FPS, all that. Yeah. Um, you play all the same games and everything like that. So would you still think to yourself, I want the Slim, even with that one coming out? Because you know, you know somewhere in your mind, and I know you well enough to know that you're going to want that also. Oh, yeah. And that's, you know, the... Uh... I guess the the process for me, you know, is a little different than a lot of people. Just due to the fact that, you know, I'm single, I have the money, I will have the premium experience. Yeah, you know, when the Xbox One and the PS4 launched, I bought them both yeah. on, on release day. 
specifically due to the fact that I know which one's better. I wanted to play them both and see what games I liked. Now, Destiny became my go-to. My friends played on Xbox One, so like, so that's the reason why you went Xbox One. Yeah, it's, it was where the people I played with played. And I've heard that a lot, but I've also heard a lot of people went from Xbox 360 to PS4. Yes. Why? So, PlayStation 4 is a more pure gaming console, and their games so far have been better and well. More Are you talking the the um, exclusives? Not just the exclusives, just some of the like the performance issues and things like that uh, have been uh, more sound. Like they've had more consistent output, and a lot of the deals, like the oh, the PSN deals have been great. Yeah, and the exclusive content. So specifically mm. from Bungie, like they get more content on PS4, Vice, uh, Xbox One. Okay, because yeah. I I keep hearing. And, Okay, so what's very important to note here about us, one is, like you said, for you, you, you have disposable income. Yeah. You make enough money for a single person that if you want to buy a toy, you can buy a toy. Absolutely. Right? Um, I'm in a similar situation except for I'm married with kids, but between my wife and I both working, if I want a toy, I can afford a toy. Um, but also when it comes to me, I'm not a big tech junkie. I, I like hearing about the stuff, learning about the stuff. I'm, I don't have to have all the highest tech stuff. Um, I'm also not someone who's going to notice the gameplay performance difference, most likely. So this is what, you know, when I hear all these arguments and whatever, I'm just like, I don't understand. I mean, I bought the Xbox One because of the extra stuff that it did that it's now gone back on. Looking back, <laughs> I might have gone PS4 because I had the PS3. Yep. Right? Um, but outside of that, I mean, that's that's why I did it. I didn't, I didn't look at which one performed better. I had heard, but I didn't look at that stuff. So... Okay, so back to the question though. Are you do you still think you'll buy the Slim, knowing the Scorpio is going to be out? It will say a year. Yeah. Uh, now, granted, if I can find it at a, a reasonable price, made a deal Black Friday, I'd pick it up and just trade in my Xbox One. Okay. Uh, I will still get the Scorpio when it comes out. So you don't both? Oh well, yeah, I mean I trade it in. You up, just trade in the Slim yeah. to get the Scorpio. Yep, just upgrade. Uh, you, know, I gotta say, right. And, and, I mean, as a kid, I wasn't fortunate. Like, I hear these other podcasts, and you hear these people talking about the games they had when they were kids and stuff like that. I'm just like, yeah. fuck you guys. I had, you know, whatever I could use a Funko Land. But now <laughs> I'm in a position where I wouldn't do that because I am married. Yep. Whatever. But knowing that you can, it you know, that you can have whatever gaming experience you want it is nice. Okay, so you're saying that if you can find the right deal on a Slim, you will buy the Slim. Yeah. And then, depending on what they say about the Scorpio, you might trade in the Slim and get the Scorpio. Yeah, and that's, you know, the uh, my gaming allegiances are not strongly held towards either system. You know, I uh, PlayStation has really good games, Xbox has really good games. Right now, the reason I play on Xbox is because my friends play there. Okay. And I, you know, on Destiny, I raid there. Um, but if some reason Xbox went away, I wouldn't. Like I didn't approve of, or I wasn't a fan of, you know, I'd switch, drop a hat, sell my Xbox, buy that. Okay. Yeah. Now, the average Joe, yeah, we'll say me, right? We're talking as far as like not availability to buy stuff, but just the average Joe, um, somewhat casual gamer. Yep. 
You think you think we'd really notice that much between the systems? No, and that's I really don't like. To I mean, me, because Phil Spencer specifically said, if you don't have a 4K TV, there's not a real reason to buy the Scorpio. No, and the this, you know, that's one of the kind of argumentative points right now is that you know the PlayStation 4 Neo. You know, people have predicted that was Sony trying to push 4K TVs out the door. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, so, you know, the PlayStation is a huge part of Sony's... Well, it, the PlayStation, I want to say, is where Sony makes, like, all their money right now. Yeah, a lot of money. And their, their other stuff's not doing as well. Yeah, so, I mean, they make great TVs, you know. Yeah, uh, I, think I, I think I either have one or used to have one. Yeah, um, but, you know, a lot of people were saying that. And, you know, there was a lot of rumors that the Neo was coming out this year. Now that's... I think... I, I still think it will. You do? You think it's coming out this year? I, I mean... Even with the the PlayStation Slim being in box in people's hands? We'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. So, yeah, I mean, I don't... I don't know exactly what it'll be. I don't know if there'll be, you know, a premium, you know, experience. Something that'll happen on those that won't happen on other consoles. I don't, you know... It doesn't matter to me until I get the TV. You know, if it doesn't have an upgrade. But, uh, you know, a lot of people have been talking that, you know, this console generation was shorter than other ones. Like, I forget the other ones were like eight years was what a console generation was. You're talking about the current console generation. Yeah, it has. Are they out of the current console generation? Well, no, but, you know, when the Scorpio and Neo drop, that'll be. But see, they're still calling this the same console generation because it's still going to be the Xbox One. Well, it's still going to be the PS4. Do we know that? No. Yeah. No, we don't. I mean, and, and, and you're right. But they, but both companies have specifically said the games are going to have to be able to play all the same games. The systems are going to have to be able to play all. The, you can't have a game that's going to play on the new one that's not going to play on the old one. Now, fuck, they could go back on that. Yeah. Um, and I think they go back on that. They piss some people off, and they still have their consumers. Yeah. Um, but they're saying this is not a new generation. Yeah, and that I mean, I don't, I don't buy that. I think there's going to be a big enough increase with what they're going to do, where it's going to change. Like, well, but even, but like you said with the Scorpio, Phil Spencer himself said, you don't need to buy this unless you have this kind of TV. I think it'll change. Do we have? Is there any idea of when more information on the Scorpio is coming out? No, they haven't I, announced anything. Yeah, the. Uh, I forget it was Kotaku or whoever dropped the information first that Microsoft was going to announce it at E3 was saying it was, you know, because it was an arms race. Okay, you know, they thought yeah. PlayStation was doing And that's the PlayStation experience. Yeah, so that's happening in a week. Yeah, and I'm, I'm very curious to know. So that's on the 8th? No, the 7th. 7th. So okay. in a week. Yeah, it's the Monday. I yeah. want to say it's next Monday. Um, Today's the 1st. Yeah, plus six. Thursday, Wednesday? Oh shit, today's Thursday, isn't it? Yeah. Man, I am <laughs> really messed up on today. Today's not Tuesday at all. Yeah. God, I wish it was. I gotta work tonight. Um, <laughs> so, so, so yeah, so Wednesday. Yeah. So I'll be, I'm off that day. I will, I'll watch it. Yeah. Uh, cause I'm curious, and I'm not a PlayStation guy anymore. I mean, I, like you said, like you, I have no allegiance. Yeah. I mean, phew. Yeah. Um, okay, so on that, and we'll talk about that now, um, so one week, they're going to announce it, that you, the Slim's going to be there, a lot of people are predicting they're going to be like, and the Slim's available now, bam, yeah, right, um, and that's because, obviously, some people got a hold of this thing, which is <laughs> re- 
ridiculous. Yep. I mean, that that's a leak beyond a leak right there. Whenever you physically have an unboxing video before it's ever been, a, you know, acknowledged. Sony still hasn't acknowledged it. No. And well, they told them to take it down. They were, and, they, and they did, which I wonder, I wonder if it was one of those take it down as legal actions, but I don't know if they could hold, I don't think they could leak, go after the person, could they? I have no idea what the, the legal ramifications are there. It, it almost makes you wonder if they're like, take it down, and we'll give you this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like when the people found the iPhone, like the guy left the iPhone on the bar. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. I, I heard a little bit about it. Yeah, the, like they couldn't do anything to him. Somebody left it. It was a lost property. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay, so the Slim's going to be there. Um, it looks kind of ridiculous. Yeah, it's got like rounded edges and things. Well, but it, So my understanding, though, is it's the same, like if your aerial view, about the same dimensions. Yeah. But squashed like a Oreo. Yep. Um, was there anything in the leak about... If it was better, if it had any upgrades, or if it was just smaller. No, it's just smaller. Okay. Supposedly it's missing a port of some sort. Ox, an ox port, maybe. Okay. And that's one of the kind of interesting things. You know, these slim generations, you know, without the the need for me taking my Xbox with me, like, they don't mean anything to most people. And I want to say that, like, the slim generation before this, console redesigns actually had a purpose. Like, what was, like as far as what? So... One of the consoles went from, like, a front loader to a top loader on it. Other ones, like, you know, had heat issues, so they would, like, rearrange it. I think the, three okay. si- the 360, like, you couldn't set it a certain way, so they redesigned it where you could, like, the fan was better placed, it had better cooling. This one, I haven't heard anyone say anything about, uh, you know, it being designed any better. I, I know the Xbox One, you can, it comes with a vertical stand now. Oh, really? Yeah. You're not supposed to put those things on the side now, like yeah. the current ones. No, so they, it has that ability, but you know that doesn't make any difference to me. I don't think there's any real. Yeah. You know, I do it with my Wii U, there you go. but that's just because of where I have it sitting and what I'm hoping to go next to it at some point. Yeah. So I know other consoles, you know, in the past were like big redesigns, you know, in the way they like they worked, operated. Well, did you ever? Once again. Anyone who happens to listen to this, if anyone listens to this, they know I'm a huge Nintendo guy. But did you see when they made the basically the Nintendo Slim, uh, the Wii Slim? I don't think they called it that. No. Okay, so the Wii, you know, it was the size it was. It was white. You stand yeah. outside, lay down, whatever, right? Um, and it had the four ports for GameCube controllers in it. Um, it had you know uh, Wi-Fi capabilities and all that stuff. With the Wii Slim, it was about this big so I don't know I don't remember the exact dimensions it was red I don't know they sold it I know they sold it in Canada I can't guarantee they sold it in the US but I'm pretty sure they did it had no internet connectivity and it had no ports for the um, for the GameCube controller so basically they took this thing and stripped it down to like you can play Wii games on it and that's it but they sold it for a hundred bucks interesting so I mean so it's a good deal if you're looking for to play Wii games. Yeah. But, like, if you wanted any of the other stuff, like, you couldn't get the virtual console and stuff on there because you didn't have internet connectivity. Man. That's weird. Yeah, it's hilarious. But, like I said, for 100 bucks. Yeah. Okay, so the Neo, yep. in theory, is going to be announced. Yes. Now, the Scorpio, they've already said, is going to be the most badass system ever. That's, uh, yeah. So... And it seems like they kind of jumped in front of Sony 
and might have been the reason Sony didn't announce the Neo at E3. Yeah, so why the, like, yeah, there used to be that whole uh, arms race, fanboy, like, war that went on. I don't think that's as bad anymore. Like, yeah, I, I, I think there's the, the groups that take it more hardcore than people used to. Yeah. But maybe the groups are smaller. Yeah, I I see, like, most of the gaming, like, forums, Reddits I'm on. You know, it's all just one team, one fight, we want more content, you know? Yeah. Uh, get the little coexist sticker that's got all the different gaming stuff on oh, it. Oh, yeah, there you go. I gotta that's, get you that. Good, yeah. Um, but it's not as bad. Like, you know, there used to be like, you know, oh, you know, God of War is the best game ever. Halo, or you know, yeah, like yeah nothing. Yeah. Nowadays, you know, there, there's a lot of crossovers in games. Yeah. yeah. So okay, so this Neo, in theory, if if Microsoft's claims are correct, the Neo will not be as strong as a Scorpio. Yeah, but Microsoft made the the first like shot, right? <laughs> So that they, they can Well, they did. Yep. But do you think do you think that PlayStation's going to be changing their product? I don't know. Because see, I, I still believe it's coming out this year. From everything I've heard other people say, now granted, I'm not an expert. Yep. I know nothing of the industry. I'm just a guy that listens to a lot of podcasts and reads a lot of news. <laughs> but it seems like a lot of people still think, and maybe something they said, that it, it, it's still coming out this year, maybe, you know, holiday time period. That'd be interesting. Um, which would mean they don't have time to change it. Yeah. Now, the upside for them for this is they're going to get that initial boost of people that want the ne- next newest thing before yep. Microsoft does. But there could be the consumers like, oh, well, this Microsoft wants to be better. We're going to hold off and not buy the Sony one. And I don't know how that's going to split the... the the money. I mean, I have no idea. Um, and I'm interested. Like, what do you, what are your expectations for what for what this Neo is going to be? Do you think it's going to be highly based on um, uh, VR? Now, that'd be a, a very interesting thing if it was made to run PSVR. But they would need to have like the strength of launch titles to kind of push it harder. The VR launch titles? Yeah, the VR launch titles. Uh, you know, because people have been talking about VR for the past three years, I want to well, say. Well, PSVR comes out in November. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe the Neo launches at the same time period. Yeah, and that, I mean, you know, they talk about when PSVR comes out, there's going to be like a box with it that boosts the capability of the normal PlayStation. Maybe it'll make it cheaper. Maybe it'll be like a premium package that includes the controllers, the PlayStation Neo, and I. I would not be surprised if you could buy a thing that has the Neo PSVR. It doesn't need that boost box because it's already part of the system itself. Yep. Now, would that? Would you have any desire to buy that? If it was a strong launch game, absolutely. I think VR sounds like one of the coolest experiences. Like if No Man's Sky, even though that game has been trashed and dragged through the mud. Just to see it like that would be very cool. Now, I okay, so I wouldn't myself. I I would have a hard time going out and paying the money for for VR. Yep. Um, I would love to try it out. But do you think anything's gonna be that good for VR to start out with? I mean, it, I mean, with first generation, I mean, VR has finally got to the point where it's a reality. Yeah. I I don't personally believe it's gonna be the future of gaming. I think it's just gonna be like a side piece of gaming for the future. Right, because I think there's too many people that just want to sit on their couch and play a game. Um, but still, with the, with the initial put out of it, I mean, 
the quality is only going to be so much, you know? So what would it take? What would it take for you to be like, okay, this game's coming out. I mean, they got Resident Evil coming out in VR. Yep. There's that Batman thing, which looks like it'd probably be really cool, but probably not a big thing. Yep. Um, what would it take to, to get you to be like, all right, that's it. I'm, I'm dropping, we'll say... 800 bucks. 800 bucks. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. about what I was looking at. So 800 bucks to get a Neo package with the VR, the controller, and everything else you need. What, 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 what kind of game would you need? Alright, so I can think of two scenarios I would make him buy. Okay. So one, multiplayer. See, but see, now... So if there was somewhere where I could go to interact with people in a person, or in a, in a space, right? Just, you can make it like a second life clone. You know. oh, okay, so you're not talking like multiplayer two people in the same room. You're talking multiplayer two people in the same virtual room. Yes, so I could go somewhere and have like a conference with somebody. I think that'd be ridiculous. If I could speak to somebody, like be in a another area and like talk to somebody, look around, be in like a, a fake world. Like, an, So I've got the game for you. Lay it on me. And this would, I, I, I honestly believe I would really enjoy this, although I still wouldn't go for it. But here's the game. Put the headset on. You walk into a room. There's another person there. You two chat decide, yeah, y'all want to hang out in virtual reality for a little while. Couch appears. Y'all sit down on the couch. TV appears. Big, large screen. And y'all play a two-player game together in virtual reality on a virtual TV. It's virtual couch co-op. Done. <laughs> yeah. So uh, there's a book called Ready Player One. I gotta read this. You've, you've told me about this. I, yeah. Do you own it? I do. I can give it to you. Yeah, I'll borrow it. Yeah. Uh, it is... A little scary, like when you think about like how crazy virtuality can be in a global sense. Like, yeah. you know, it makes like going to school in virtual reality because there's more ability for teachers to interact with people, stuff like that. Uh, and it just becomes like the worldwide phenomenon. Uh, now, granted, I, I don't think that'll ever happen just due to cost effectiveness. Yeah. But uh, I think that's, you know, the ideology of like, you know, Having this virtual reality where you can go and like do things would be really cool. Just you know, walk around, see different places, tours. Like go to the Smithsonian in virtual reality, be able to walk around. That'd be nuts. You know, see different stuff. Yeah. You know, like experiences, aquariums, whatever. Uh, that'd be really cool. Or if they give me a like RPG in that sense, where I can actually like Skyrim style, like look up, see the dragon, look down, see my feet. You know that kind of experience like that where I could look around, swing the sword, cast the fireball. Yeah. Now, would you, and I've heard people say they're a bit weary of this, would you be the kind of person to be okay with playing virtual reality in your place all by yourself no one else around? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm going to get a phone call one day and be like, hey, I need you to come identify this body. It's, it's Ben Butler. He died because he tripped on virtual reality cords yeah and oh, that, man. I mean, still got the mask on like that's it. Yeah. uh <laughs> i don't know when it'll be there but this is a good start i think that playstation has a installed player base to sell more than oculus or i forget yeah. what the other ones are i so my understanding is that of the three so you got the oculus rift yeah. the htc vive that's it yeah um, and then the PSVR. I've heard that the PSVR is the less of the three. Yep. But 
because you don't have to buy the $1,000 computer and because you already have all the people that have basically the base system for it. You've got the games and stuff that you can do with it. Um, yeah, it's most like it, it has the highest likelihood of success. Yeah. So, all right. Um, so hopefully they'll say something about that. I, I'm, I'm, and they've been real quiet since they basically announced um, the PSVR. So, all right. So that covers those. Now, there's another thing coming out that I am super excited about that we've talked a little bit. We won't know a whole lot about it. Hopefully, till sometime. Hopefully this month. But that's. Whatever the Nintendo NX is going to be. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So the generation... Now, this is a legitimate next-generation console for Nintendo. Oh, yeah. Right? Uh, And a very short generation cycle. Um, And I think a lot of that's got to do with the Wii U not doing well, even though I think it's a fantastic console. Uh, And I'm not going to get into why it failed and stuff like that. There's plenty of other people that can break down that stuff. But... You know, whenever they started announcing this stuff, their people were talking about, oh, it's gonna, it needs to be, you know, a PlayStation killer. It needs to beat out the Xbox One. Personally, I don't care. Like when I look, I mean, you play with me. Does it need to be more beautiful than it is? Does it need to be sharper than it is when we play these games? I mean, in your opinion? No, but I think for like people's expectations right now, I think to sell consoles, right, to continue the Nintendo product forward you have to at least give the people who make games more room to work with okay now this brings in a big conversation they have is third party now yep. once again you and i are in a different group than a number of people yeah right um i don't care one about a lot of these games that people want third party for i mean i have the xbox i don't play a lot of games on it a lot of that stuff i play are the the games they get free at the games the gold and whatever else um some of the more cartoony games rare replay and, and whatever um i i like the idea personally although i think it's probably bad business for the nintendo to be just it's the nintendo right it, it, it you, you you get it to play nintendo games uh and then your hardcore games if you want to play them in the best way you have another system for that but not everyone can have multiple systems yeah all right, so I, I, I get that. I understand. Um, I don't know, like, what Mario would look like, like a 3D Mario game would look like with increased graphics from what they have now. I guess it could look really cool. I mean, maybe even, like, more, I don't know, realistic-y computer animation looking. I don't know. So, but they haven't said anything about it. They just know it exists. Um, the Direct today... Did, did, and going into the direct, everyone knew they weren't going to mention the NX. But a bunch of leaks have started coming out, and a bunch of leaks that seem very credible have started coming out from multiple people claiming multiple sources, and their, their own personal sources are saying stuff that's very similar with other groups. So I'm going to go through a couple of those, and, I, I, and some of them I'm, I'm, I'm confused on why it matters. Okay. Um, so I want to get your opinion on this. So first of all, the thing they're saying is going to be a portable system that goes into a dock that can hook up to a TV. Now, me personally, I like this idea because I would play my Wii U a lot more if I could, if if the gamepad could connect to where I have the system set up upstairs while I'm in my bedroom. There's a disconnect. I can be down in the living room. As soon as I walk through the door to my bedroom, it disconnects itself from it. Uh, I would play it a whole lot more because 
a lot of my gameplay time, you know, is going to, when, when the kids are around, I play with the kids. In the evening, wife and I have the TV on, we're chilling out, we're talking, I could be playing a game. So I like the idea of it being completely portable. I yep. can sit there and play it whenever I want. The docking station will hook it up to a TV. Supposedly, there's going to be a USB port or multiple USB ports in it. Um, in theory, you can play the games on your TV. So that idea in itself, what do you, what do you think? As a non-Nintendo guy, you're not really a portable gamer. What are your thoughts on that? Did, do you care? Would that ever bring you to Nintendo? So it would. So I'm not in the way that you know, like it would be my go-to console. But again, as a person who travels quite frequently, if it was something that was, you know, laptop or tablet size that I could pull out of like a backpack, you know, that is as powerful as a console that had good titles on. So like the new Zelda, we'll just go ahead and say, you know. Sure. New Zelda, Breath of the Wild, people are, you know, that yep. high train's rolling. And it will until the game is yep. forever. Yeah, so if, if the game is as good as they say it is and the console is portable, that could be, you know, 100 plus hours of exploration, good time, which is enough reason for me to, you know, take a hard look at it. But if that's the only thing that has it, you know, that'll be hard, a hard sell. But I mean, you know, they have so many uh, good titles on Nintendo. You know, that it could be interesting, but, you know, the things that are going to be hard to do is, like, the, the screen, right? So, Breath of the Wild, you know, the videos from Gamescon, E3, you know, we're on big TVs, they look beautiful, but what's this thing going to look like? How's the screen going to be? What are the controls going to be like? Yeah, and we'll get to a, a little bit of the rumors for that uh, in, in a second, but... I like something you said there. So you have a 3DS. Yes, That you never touch. Well, yeah, I don't. Yeah, but you will for Pokemon Moon, as as we discussed. Um, now, uh, what was I going to say there? Oh, yeah, so, so you, if there were... Okay, so the games on a 3DS are portable games. I mean, that's that's what they are. Yes. They're, they're portable games, and that apparently doesn't do it for you as much. No. Okay, so if the games were more console-y games... Yeah. And I agree. I completely agree. Like, like when I got my 3DS, I've been playing for a while, there was a little bit of me. It's like, man, maybe I should have gotten a, a Vita. Because a Vita has more of the, the bigger games. Yep. Right now, granted, I've heard the Vita's not doing great, so I'm glad I went the route I did. And I really like some games I have on 3DS. Okay. But then also you talked about, you know, you have to have basically the experience, the power or whatever to, to play something worthwhile. Yeah, so if I can get console games on a mobile system, and if that's, you know, Nintendo always kind of pushes the boundaries with, you know, what a console is. You know, with the Wii's controllers, the Wii U's, yeah. you know, TV to controller connecting. Um, if it has that, you know, sort of experience where it is a unique thing that you can take on the go but still has games... You know, drawing more of a a hardcore gaming audience. Yeah. You know, Smash Bros. Uh, Mario Kart, even like a you know just a pure Mario game that would be well, you know expansive. Well, one thing that they are that they're talking about is that there's going to be a 
um, a, a new Mario game that's going to come out in the first six months. So they're saying new Pokemon, Mario, something else besides Zelda is supposed to come out in the first six months. Pokemon game. That's the rumor. But it's, like I said, it's all rumors. Yeah. And, and I mean, what do we know, right? Um, so, okay. So to kind of go along with that, um, you know, you said that uh, the tablet size and, and visual. So the visuals are supposed to be, according to the rumors out there, 720, which is not bad. I mean, a lot of games run in 720. No, that's, that's all I need for... Yeah, so 720, which is good. It's going to have a dual touch screen. So a, a dual touch touch screen. So where you can like touch in two different places, okay. multiple places, for whatever good that does. I mean, I'm sure that's going to be needed for something. Yeah. Um, which the thing about that is it allows you... It will allow them to port over other certain games, like um, Mario Maker and other games that require touch games. Okay. In theory, you would still be able to play the older games that way. Some of the some of the Wii U games that require that. Okay. Would still be able to play, or even um, like the uh, DS games, you know, because you can do that with the touchpad now on the Wii U. Um, it's gonna have a, it, the rumor is it's gonna have a six point two inch screen. Now. That's not huge. No. This here is a, I think this is a 10 inch screen. Hmm. Um, you have the plus, right? The, no, the it's just regular iPhone. Okay, so you, oh, yeah, that's right, you're saying. So you're my old phone, it was like that. So the screen, we're looking at like that size. That's not terrible. I'm, I, yeah, somewhere around that size. So it could be okay, it could be good. Yeah. Right, but we also don't know how much other border there's gonna be around it and whatever else. Um, it's going to have two removable controllers that the the way the rumors have it set up is that they kind of like snap in place and the button on the back that kind of like ejects them. Okay. And also, they might have a motion controlness to them. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. There's going to be two uh, of the joystick type controls, which my guess might be, I don't know, might be closer to like the 3DS one where it's... You know, okay. I'm talking about like more flat. Yep. It just kind of slides around. Uh, if it's going to be more reportable, I would guess they'd go that route. Yeah. Um, and they're going to be offset in the way that the like the Xbox is, where, where they're not... All right, with the game controller now, they're both at the top. Yep. These are going to be offset. Okay. Now, my thoughts on this, and I don't I haven't really heard it, heard it said, but it's almost like you'll be able to take this gamepad, set it there, pop both of them off. When you turn them both on their side... The joystick's going to be on the left, the buttons will be on the right, and you can play two-player that way. Interesting. Now, that, now I, I, I don't know if there's a solid basis for that. But, that, I mean, that's something that it seems like could be a possibility with this thing. Um, so, I, I, I like that idea. I don't know how often I'd use it, but I like that idea. Now, there's going to be a share button, supposedly. Like, where you can send it to people, maybe take screenshots, send it to YouTube. Yeah, How okay. important do you think that is? To me, not very much. I mean, to most gamers, not very much. Now, granted, there are people that are going to... You know, I got a couple guys on Xbox who send me screenshots of them just doing ridiculous things, you know. Oh, yeah? Yeah, just, you know, like Master Shack. Oh, God. I yeah. gotta get in touch with him. Yeah, he just, you know, when he destroys people, he, like, posts close and sends it to people, but... <laughs> Okay, so um, there was one other thing that I wanted to see what your thoughts are on this. Okay, so 
the dev kits supposedly are 32 gigs. Okay. Uh, but also supposedly it's going to have a SD slot. Interesting. So do you think that's a better way to go? I mean, they have to keep it small and they need to keep it price efficient or the one I'm looking for? Cost efficient. Cost efficient? Yeah. yeah. Um, to be able to sell it for how they want to sell it. Yep. And without losing people on the price. So do you think that's a good way to go? Would that drive you to or away from a system if it just had a small amount of internal memory, but you could expand it the, uh, the memory however you wanted to with SD cards? So I like expanding memory, and if it is, if it is SD card, so this is one of the things with the Vita that people harped on a lot was I've, I've heard about that. Yeah, was it was like a proprietary card system? Well, yeah, and well, the 3DS is the with the micro SD cards. Yeah, and so. I would assume it'd be the same concept. Yeah, so if it's just like an SD card I can buy at the store and plug in there, I mean, SD cards are getting huge. Oh, yeah, you can get a... I don't think you, I don't think you need a terabyte yet on the mini, can you? No. I mean, you can get... It's coming, though. Yeah, I mean, you can get you know, multiple gigs, which is more than enough. I mean, you know, if I could take... You know, this is kind of a, an offshoot topic, but, you know music and stuff like that like that people download other things like other media options and put it on there yeah and have it as more than just you know console i can play my music in the background and playing a game yeah that can take functionality away from like you know having an ipod which would be you know another thing you do or you know if it has other functions well you know it it uh early early rumors were talking about how like it'll bluetooth up with your phone and so, like, the messages and stuff will pop up on your phone, so you have to bust your phone out while you're gaming. You can just take care of it on the system. That would be, I mean, that's probably a few and far between market that appeals to, but for myself, who, you know, I can put my feet up on a, you know, plane and game and or on the bus, whatever. Yeah. You know? No, it's, I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm going to buy whatever it is, right? It's just because that's who I am. Same thing with you with, like, buying the new Xbox. Yeah. Right? It's, it's how it's going to go, but... Uh, uh, I, I like I like getting I like getting the uh, thoughts of someone who one not in the gaming or game uh, journalism industries, right? But also someone who's not in a, you know hardcore Nintendo guy like myself. Just to see how these things affect everyone else. Oh, one other question I had for you, and I I don't understand this. And that's why I want to ask. So supposedly, it's gonna have a split D-pad. So Nintendo has always had the D-pads. Where it is the the full thing yep. through the middle is gonna be is raised so you can touch it. Supposedly this one is gonna have it where it's just the ends of it, like on I don't know a number of other systems have yep. it. What difference does that make? Just premium feel. It also it prevents you from like if you slide your hand across it, you can you know hit another button on accident. So do you think it's better to have it split or better to have the full thing shown? I like the split. Okay. Yeah. That, uh, people are like up in arms about this. Really? Yeah, like upset. Now it could just be because that's not how Nintendo does it. And, that's true. And that's why they're upset. But I just, and there's so many things when it comes to gaming and why people are into something or not into something that I just don't understand. Yeah. So. And that's, I mean, with any controller, I mean, I can pick up a DualShock, I can pick up an Xbox One controller. I mean, people will take the Xbox One Elite, which is what I play with, and they will, you know, have an adapter to play with it on the PS4. People have, you know, like Shaq, he uses a keyboard and mouse on the Xbox with an adapter. Isn't that cheating a little bit when it comes to these games? Because I've always heard that that, that cross, uh, cross-platform cross play is something that hopefully will become out. 
Yep. But it won't be between the PC and the consoles because you will get annihilated by someone with keyboard and mouse. Which, I, I mean, I, I can't play keyboard and mouse. I've tried. I can't do it. Yeah. So there is there are limitations to, like, an Overwatch. You can actually, like, crank it up so you can have it, like, the effectiveness of the mouse is like a actual keyboard and mouse. But on Destiny, it doesn't work. Because even with the sensitivity set to 10, you can't get all the way across the screen with one stroke. You actually have to, like, hit it and get it going. Really? Yeah. So there are certain games that work well on certain games that doesn't. So. Okay. Well, we have talked a lot. Uh, we're actually at the hour point now. Excellent. Yeah, we have talked a lot about these different consoles, uh, about how the generations are moving through. Um, and I, I, I learned a bit about why, why things matter, why things don't. Uh, I think we had a pretty good conversation for this. So, uh, you ready to close out the show and then yeah. we'll go do some other stuff? Damn straight. All right. So, I want to thank you for listening, for whoever's listening. Um, also, if you're listening, um, in a couple weeks, I'm going to be on another podcast that I'm super excited about. I get to talk to Sean Capri, um, which I'm going to have to show you. This guy cracks me up. Uh, but I'm going to be Sean Capri on We the Gamer podcast. Um, so I'm really excited about that. Um, a couple shout outs, a couple thank yous, I guess. One is to my buddy Isaac Martis for the picture that is we use for the podcast. Another is to OC Remix, where we get all the music that we use for all these different episodes. Um, if you would like to email us, and please, someone send me an email. Uh, <laughs> we're at Generational Gamer, Generational Gamer Podcast uh, at gmail.com. And tweet at me. Um, I think I have a whole three followers on our Twitter account. Ooh. Yeah, there we go. There we go. At, uh, we're at Gen Game Podcast. Um, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear if there's anything that we you think we should play because, you know, like I said, besides just us being able to have these conversations and being able to dedicate time for everyone to leave us alone to have these conversations, I also want to use this as a reason to play certain games. So someone, tell me a game you think I should play that I can get my hands on and I will play it so that I can talk about it on here and that will drive me to actually fully play the game. Uh, you got anything before we go, Ben? No. I thought it was a good time. All right, so what's our, what's our sign-off going to be this week? Stay frosty. Stay frosty. Bye, guys.